All right. Um, good morning. Um, my name is Vic, and I'm the one of the co-leaders um, of Bora House Church. So I'll be sharing the devotion with us today. Uh, and today, the passage is from Luke chapter nine, eighteen to thirty-six. Um, I'll be reading from the one act. So. Now it happened that as he was praying alone, the disciples were with him, and he asked them, What do the crowds say that I am? And they answered, John the Baptist, but others say, Elijah, and others that one of the prophets of old has risen. Then he said to them, But who do you say that I am? And Peter answered, The Christ of God. And he strictly charged and commanded them to tell this to no one, saying, The Son of Man must suffer things and be rejected by the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and on the third day be raised. And he said to all, If anyone would come after me, let me deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeit himself? For whoever is ashamed of me and of my words, of him will the Son of Man be ashamed when he comes in his glory and the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. But I tell you truly, there are some in he who will not taste death until they see the kingdom of God. Now, about eight days after these sayings, he took with him Peter and John and James and went up on the mountain to pray. And as he was praying, the appearance of his face was altered and his clothing became dazzling white. And behold, two men were talking with him, Moses and Elijah, who appeared in glory and spoke of his departure which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. Now Peter and those who were with him were heavy with sleep, but when they became fully awake, they saw his glory and the two men who stood with him. And as the men were parting from him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, is it, it is good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you and one for Moses and one for Elijah, not knowing what he said. As he was saying these things, the cloud came and overshadowed them, and they were afraid as they entered the cloud. And a voice came out of the cloud saying, This is my son, my chosen one. Listen to him. And when the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone. And they kept silent and told us, I told no one in those days anything of what they had seen. Amen. Um, let me just quickly pray for us before I move on to uh, my devotion sharing. Uh, dear Father God, we just want to thank you for today. Uh, we thank you for the passage, Lord Father God, and I just want to pray for your Holy Spirit to come right now to um, yeah, just open our ears and open our hearts to receive whatever you have in store for us today, this morning. And um, yeah, I just want to lift this place up to you, Lord, and lift this time up to you, Lord, in Jesus' name. All right, so... Um, this passage is set after the famous Sermon on the Mount. 
right? And for me, like when I was reading it, obviously there are three parts of this main Bible passage. And the first part is when, um, for me, it's more like a simple assessment from Jesus to assess the disciples to see where they're at in their faith. And he first asked, you know, who the crowd say I am? And then he asked, um, you know, after that, and he goes, what about you? Who do you say I am? I think just to see if the disciples are following the crowd's thinking or just sticking to, you know, the worldview of what Jesus really is. But um, it seems like they passed the test when Peter said, the Christ of the Lord. As this leads to the next part of the passage where I believe Jesus decided to reveal more of his plan on this earth. <clears throat> the next part is where Jesus predicted his own death in front of the, the, the part, uh, in front of the, his disciples. And then after he told them what people must do to be his disciple, to follow him. And the last part is where the transfiguration happens, where Jesus transformed to a shiny, dazzling white cloak with his face changing. And he was just having a chat with uh, Moses and Elijah. Um, yeah, about what he's about to do in Jerusalem, like his departure and yeah, what he's going to accomplish, right? For me, out of the three parts, I believe God has highlighted a few things and I hope it will encourage you today as well too. So right after Jesus predicted his own death, he told the disciples what they need to do in order to follow them, right? And which is, you know, the famous few things like deny themselves, take up the cross daily, um, you know, whoever wants to save it will lose it, but whoever loses it for him will save it. And there was one more that says, what good is it to gain the whole world, but, um, you know, to lose and forfeit their very self? For me, obviously, what stands out most is about denying ourselves and take up the cross daily. I feel that, you know, that is something that, you know, I still struggle pretty much every day because it's a daily thing. Um but I also felt actually the gaining the whole world and versus like losing yourself question was very relatable in this passage. I think, you know, like it is a good time. Like how many of us are too consumed by our day-to-day life, right? To do list um every day. And perhaps sometimes also need to do things outside of church that you are not really comfortable in doing due to necessity. And, you know, I believe also in this particular passage, it does not really mean like oh, really literally conquering the world, but perhaps just worldly things and that things that are not of God. Like nothing big, you know, like even just losing patience, getting angry, you know, and things like that. Um, you know, just to share, I think, you know, some of you may know, some of you may not, like I'm a teacher and like the path of me becoming a teacher, it is completely God-led. Um, plenty of testimony there. I know it is my calling to be in here. Um, but even then, you know, as I am going through the day-to-day, I do really see myself. There are times where, you know, I get too anxious, even outside of work, for what is happening at work, you know? And I feel like that is like a way of me losing who I am. Because it's not, you know, I believe as a son of God, this is not what I'm supposed to do. And, you know, even just during the day, you just have those days, you know, I think when you're, um, when the kids, uh, you know, just really get on to you and really touch them and I get really angry and I shouldn't because this is not who I am in Christ. 
but I have lost myself, you know, just in doing that, thinking that, oh, I've got all this because God has given me this. And as I'm pursuing it, I will lose myself. Um, you know, and, and because like through that, I always have to come back and just make sure that, you know, I am myself again, you know, obviously to repent and ask God for more strength and more wisdom. Right. So, and I believe, you know, <clears throat> these are the little things that Jesus do care about, you know, as we need to turn, as we need to deny ourselves, you know, just with our self-reliance, um, our self-sufficiency before taking up that cross on a daily basis, right? And sometimes that includes some of the negative feelings that we feel. Um, another part that has been highlighted to me is uh, the transfiguration, actually. I think how the apostles experienced Jesus' transfiguration and went back to the mountain, uh, went back down to the mountain, business as usual, and didn't even tell anyone. So that's a reminder to us that, you know, perhaps sometimes no matter how powerful spiritual experience with God is, there will be a time where we need to rejoin our daily lives, you know, but we'll be joining as a changed person, um, you know, because ultimately, how can we be the same person after experiencing the glory of God? Um. Yeah, I, I hope this passage really serves as a reminder for us all that to be his followers, we need to deny ourselves first before taking up his cross. Um, you know, because if we don't deny ourselves, it could be your own cross that you are carrying and not God's. Um, do not lose or forfeit ourselves just to gain the world. And remember, world does not need to mean the whole world. It could be something that is important to you in this season. But it is important to make sure that we do not focus too much in pursuing that by ourselves, but with God. And another reminder is that let the transformation from your experience with God in your life remain and be present, even when you're back into the secular world, right? When we go back to work, family, or even friends. Um, how can we do that, you may ask? Well, since apparently the acronym um, joy was well received last year. I thought I would use another one this year, um, but this one is a bit of an oldie, right? It's WWJD. What would Jesus do? I believe having us just pausing and slowing down to think about what Jesus would do would really help us to make a conscious decision to deny ourselves, right? If our actions, thoughts, or even our intention does not align or do not align with God. And in turn, I hope we are able to not lose and forfeit ourselves in the pursuing on our day-to-day -day lives um, and position ourselves to be able to experience more of God through, you know, prayer, quiet time, and even fellowship. I pray that will help us continue to be transformed um, person we, we are supposed to be in Christ, even when we go back to our daily lives. Um, yeah, so if I can please invite Sterling, start some music for us, and um, I will, yeah, I'll do a little quick prayer as we're going into this worship time for us. Yeah? Um, yeah, dear Father God, just as we're going into this worship time, <clears throat> I pray that the Holy Spirit will help us to reflect within ourselves if we have denied ourselves and take up the cross in this season in all areas of our lives, Lord. 
I pray that the Holy Spirit will strengthen us and give us wisdom to ask what would Jesus do in all circumstances in our life so we will not lose ourselves in pursuing other things in this world. And I also pray that our experience with God will remain every time we step back into the secular world. Be with us always, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Darling, please take it away. Our God is healer, 
prayer for from the app and then we'll move on to the community prayer heavenly father we pray for those in sickness father have mercy on us on them minimize or even take away the pain that inflicts them physically and mentally give them a strong heart to face their weakness lord we also prayerfully remember those tormented by mental illness may your healing hand be upon them rescue them from negative emotions set them free from their thinking Lord, we bring before you those who may be marginalized or discriminated against due to poverty, identity, skin colors, physical and mental impairment. May you comfort them and heal their hearts from rejection. We pray that more people have compassion as Jesus and they are capable of caring and helping vulnerable groups with special needs. Pray all this in Jesus' name. And now we'll move on to our community um prayer uh first can we just please lift up um all the brothers and sisters in our um community that is currently going through cancer and you know chemotherapy and radiation therapy And um, let's pray for 
the next one please pray for our yeah like illnesses and um the salvation of some of our friends of the community let's lift them up and pray Let's um, move on to the next one. Let's pray. Uh, Lift up our brothers and sisters, um, the ones who those have infirmities. Let's pray for them. Next one, let's pray for um, yeah, the brother and sisters who's currently looking for a job um, or open opportunity and yeah, just favors during this process. move on to our mission focus um first let's pray for cambodia oasis house for p jenny
And let's move on to pray for uh, North Korea and also just, you know, open doors for ministry and also um, other opportunities and partnership that will come up in Asia for, for us, Lord. And the last mission focus, let's uh, pray for the prosecuted churches, the Middle East classes, and um, the outreaches and all the meetings that they have. Let's pray. Let's um, pray for all the weekend gatherings that we have in SP, including Sunday service. Well, SP Kids, we're having a meeting later on as well. So please pray for that, um, for the retreat and worship, hospitality, SP Youth, Spin and Spill, all the classes, all the outreaches, and all the meetings that we're going to have throughout the weekend. Let's pray. Let's pray for um, yeah all the um, pregnancies, um, all the ladies that are pregnant, such as Rachel, Jessica, Catherine, and others. Let's lift them up in prayer.
And let's pray for all house churches today, Bowen, Hollywood, Marwan, and Southside, and just pray for God's spirit and God's presence to be felt during that meeting time. us in prayer um dear father god we just want to thank you for today lord we just want to yeah lift up all the prayers that we have for this community to you lord father god and as we just um go through our weekend lord father god i just pray you'll continue to be with us remind us lord father god um yeah to take up that cross lord father god to think about what you would do um and just help us to not lose ourselves lord father god but you know make sure that you're with us and also just pray that our experience with you will continue to transform us and stay with us as we go through um our day-to-day life lord father god and uh, i lift all these things in jesus mighty name amen thank you for joining have a wonderful saturday weekend